0: Good morning! Happy Monday! I hope y'all had a great Thanksgiving. This is your Kindred Oils 81 slash Kentucky Detox, detox Gal coming at you. See, you can't even speak this morning. <laughs> it's November 29th, 2021. Again, I hope y'all had a great Thanksgiving. But Thanksgiving and giving thanks should not be just for Thanksgiving. should be every day. As soon as we open our eyes up, we should thank God For letting us be alive. Even if you feel you have a crappy life. Think about why. What makes your life feel like it's crappy. Is it really something that someone else is doing? Or something you're doing? Or someone else is not doing? Or something you should be doing? Think about it. Really think about it. And pray and ask God for clarity. And give him thanks. Continue to give him thanks. Thanks. I'm going to read some passages here to you. Thanksgiving is obviously a day to give thanks, but it shouldn't be the only time we express gratitude to the Lord. Gratefulness should be more of a lifestyle. Just look at the Psalms, which repeatedly tells us to sing God's praises, such as Psalms 92, verse 1. Our culture is largely characterized by ingratitude. There's a lot of ungracious, ungrateful people in this world today. Even in prayer, it's easy to drift from one petition to another without a word of praise. But giving thanks refocuses our attention onto the Lord as we remember his love and faithfulness. Gratitude to God for his faithfulness is, in the past increases faith and strengthens our trust in him for the future. Remember how he carried you in times of pain, helped you in the periods of weakness, and supplied all your needs? You can trust him with whatever he lies ahead. And if you feel like God's never been there for you, draw near to him. The closer you draw near to God, the closer he draws near to you. you got to remember the greatest gift God gives us is free will. So if someone has done you wrong, or if something, like all the horribleness that happens in this world... God's not doing the horribleness. Yes, he can stop it, but then he would be taking away one of his greatest gifts, which is free will. So instead of getting mad at God for bad things that happen, pray for the people, even if it's yourself, that's causing these bad things to happen, and pray to be able to get out of it and to be thankful for going through whatever it is you're going through, because it ultimately gives you strength and purpose. Trust me, I've been there, guys. I've lived a life of... I had at the time my now 16 year old. He was a year old, year and a half old. We were out of electric, out of water. I was literally cooking on a camp stove. I, uh, you know, was heating up water by the sun and, um, and letting it warm up so like I could give him a bath in a Rubbermaid tub. Trust me, I've been there in rough times. I've lived out of my car. I've couch surfed. I've lived in places that were just can't believe they were even legally able to rent. Crawling with bugs, plumbing problems, heating problems, you name it. Windows broken, doors broken. I mean, trust me, I've been there. But God got me through those situations, and I'm stronger. And now I'm in an actual home that I'm buying. Took me till I was forty years old, but I'm doing. I'm doing it. With my husband. And you know my kids finally have a safe warm place to be. That everything works in. You know. I'm very grateful and thankful. And had I not went through all of the bad things that I'd been through. I wouldn't be as strong as I am today. And I used to blame God. I used to be mad at God. I used to. I've, I've been really mad at God. Went not talked to him for a long long time. Blamed him for abuse that happened to me and everything. Until I realized. God didn't do that to me, but he did help me through it. He helped me to survive it. Because there are a lot of people in this world that don't survive abuse or homelessness or addiction. And we need to pray that the devil gets away and the evil gets away and the selfishness gets away. So we can all be together in heaven, you know. It's it's really simple. People make it more difficult than than what it is. Anyway, Thanksgiving refreshes our soul as we spend time with God, concentrating on his goodness and grace to establish a habit of giving thanks. Try recalling the Lord's loving kindness in the morning and recounting his faithfulness at night. And otherwise, other words, be thankful and grateful that you got woke up. So many people didn't get to wake up today. Be thankful and grateful and... For your day and think of all the good that happened through the day at night and thank God for it. And anything bad that happened, ask God to relieve you from it or give you clarity on it. And forgiveness is key when it comes to being happy. Even if someone did absolutely horrible to you, forgiving them helps you, not them. It releases their quote unquote control over you and it lets you be free to move on with your life. I know it sounds easier said than done, but trust me you can do it. Thank God for his blessings and also for the deep work he is doing in you throughout your difficulties. As you start to see situations from his perspective, your gratitude and trust will grow. I've been reading things from you all to you all from Charles Stanley's In Touch little booklet. I love it. My mamaw gives them to me every month, and I absolutely love it. Mm. A Sacrifice of Thanksgiving, Psalms 50. At first glance, the words sacrifice and thanksgiving seem unrelated, but today's reading combines them in one phrase. Sacrifice brings to mind images of costly service, whereas Thanksgiving conveys a joyous celebration of overflowing abundance and blessings. Most of us wouldn't consider our words a sacrifice since they don't cost much to say, but it matters to God when we offer prayers and songs of praise to acknowledge his blessings. What he sees as especially valuable is a godly life given wholly to him. This is not about perfection, but about a heart surrendered to his will and purpose. Give all things to him and all good things will be added unto you. Tithing is another expression of thankfulness that is costly to some, since the Lord is the source of all of our provisions, such as our wealth, our grateful response, should be to give him a portion of what he has given us. And yes, God doesn't directly give, get the money, but and you don't necessarily have to give to a church, in my opinion, and a lot of people may give me hate for that, but I think just giving to a charity, or even helping someone in need... You know, and that's, that's tithing to me. That's tithing. That's doing something in God's will. Okay? That's, that's what offering means. It means to give something of yourself to somebody to help them and not expecting anything in return and praising God for the opportunity to do so. That don't mean have your phones out recording yourself doing it. You're supposed to do these things in private. Without anyone knowing. So it will be a, the biggest blessing ever. <clears throat> Offering thanks to God begins with words. But like children who grow in appreciation as they mature, we should be growing in expressions of gratitude to the Lord. Give Him your whole life as a sacrifice of thanksgiving. You'll experience amazing benefits because you can never out give God. Now, why did God allow sin? Okay. Did you ever wonder why God allowed Adam and Eve to sin? Since he is all powerful and all knowing, he certainly was not surprised by their rebellion and could have stopped them from dragging the entire human race into sin and suffering. So why didn't he? Well, although we can't fathom the inscrutable mind of God, verse 20 from Romans 5 of today's passage gives us some insight. Where sin is increased... Grace abounded all the more. The presence of the sin in the world is an opportunity for God to display who he really is. of A being of endless and unconditional grace. In other words, sin and rebellion allow us to experience his graciousness towards us. That doesn't mean to go out and purposely sin. What that means is he knows that we're human. He knows we're going to sin. But we need to ask for forgiveness and his grace is limitless. He forgives That doesn't mean do something, ask for forgiveness, and then do it again. That's not how it works. It means if you do wrong, ask for forgiveness truly, and don't ever do it again. And if you slip, just be like, God, please forgive me. Please help me from slipping again. It's really that simple. People, like I said, make this way too harder than what it is. They complicate it more than what it should be. <sighs> Angels stand in awe of the Gospel. that's because, as beings who never fail to do God's bidding, they haven't experienced His forgiveness or the under undeserved favor we often take for granted. First Peter one twelve everything that the Creator has done in his universe has been for the purpose of revealing his inca- incomparable glory, majesty, and grace, and the crowning display is seen in his extension of love to sinful people like us. Of all his creatures, only fallen human beings can experience his amazing grace and the gift of salvation. All of us can have the gift of salvation. All of us. All of us on this earth can. All we have to do is ask and we shall receive, y'all. Have you ever noticed how often Jesus said things people didn't want to hear and how often people don't want to hear anything that's about the Bible? Well, Jesus loved the rich young ruler, but knew the prospect of giving up possessions would be distressing. Yet Jesus urged him to anyway, because he wanted the young man to enter the kingdom of heaven. And when he's talking about Matthew, Matthew 19, Matthew chapter 19, verses 16 through 22, as we're, we're referencing from here. Or consider the woman at the well, a conversation between a Jew and a Samaritan was taboo back then to begin with but Jesus but Jesus even brought up the disquieting topic of her relationships with multiple men. For him, however, this discomfort was necessary to point her in the direction of her internal life, to save her from herself. And that's in John chapter 4 verses 1 through 29. It's tempting to think that if we are nice and pleasing, then we are handling our friendships in a Christ-like way. But scripture makes it clear that keeping the status quo isn't a Christian value. Instead, Our main priority is to follow God's spirit, even if he leads us into uncomfortable conversations with people we love. Though we should encourage friends more often than we confront them, ultimately we're to rely on the Holy Spirit to know when and how to do both. And it uh, it says, think about it. Are you inclined to avoid or engage in confrontation? How might that affect your response to the spirit's promptings? That doesn't mean go out here and have fights. That doesn't mean go out here and tell people you must believe, you must believe, you must believe, you must believe. Jesus didn't go around telling everybody that they have to do exactly what he says. They just said that they should. That they should follow what he does. Because again, we have free will. God doesn't want to make people believe in him. They, He wants them to believe in him on their own. Otherwise, it's pointless. He's a great creator. He gave us this world that us humans have almost destroyed, which is a slap in the face to him, and people don't even think about that. So we should be grateful that he still wakes us all up and still blesses us with sunrises and sunsets and beautiful trees and flowers and all this magnificence that's around. We should be grateful and thankful for every single thing that we have. i love you guys and i really hope that y'all have had a wonderful thanksgiving break if you had to work i'm so sorry but be thankful that you actually have a job um i hope everyone got to see family and stuff and not to let what's going on in the world keep you from your family not to let the government or some high talking medical official to keep you from your family Ask for God's protection between you all so you can see your family. I mean, it's just ridiculous to me that they're using this virus that's 97% survival rate to try to keep us apart and to restrict us on things. It upsets me very much um, for the whole world as a whole and for everyone that's being felt like that they can't visit their family members some people really believe everything the government tells them and they get terrified to be even come out of their house let's pray for these people let's pray for us all i'm gonna actually say a quick prayer and i'm gonna let y'all go thank you jesus for this wonderful day please help us to rejoice and be glad in it please keep the evil one and all the nastiness away please be with those that need this prayer today dear god and comfort them and however you see fit i ask you these things if it's your glory and our goodwill and according to your will and i thank you and praise you for waking us up this morning for giving me the ability to be able to talk like this i pray that this touches somebody out there that needs it and i pray dear god that you'll just be with us as a society as a whole not only in america but across the world to help us realize that you are with us and that you are there and that we should lean on you and your understanding and not of our own and of the governments i thank you dear god and i love you and it's your name we pray please forgive us of our many many sins dear god and i love you jesus and it's your name we pray amen all right guys i love you guys i hope y'all have a great rest of the week i'll come back at you again sometime later